Ready to break free from algorithms, vanity PR, and money-sucking ads? My name's Larissa Worstiak, and I've learned in seven years of jewelry marketing that content is the crown jewel. My agency, Joy Joya, takes a holistic approach, leading with laser-focused storytelling, impactful content creation, and strategic content distribution. This method has worked for the solopreneur as well as the multi-million dollar company. And now I'm sharing this same systems and tactics with you. Here's to standing out in the sea of sparkle. In episode 260 today, we're diving deep into the art of surprise in jewelry marketing and its power to skyrocket customer engagement. I totally get it. Grabbing the attention of your audience, let alone your most loyal customers, is not easy at all. So how can you make them sit up and take notice of your brand? The good news is that you don't need to break into a dance routine on TikTok. You can seamlessly weave surprise into your everyday marketing narrative. And the best part, you can customize this element of surprise to fit your brand's unique story and ethos. So let's unlock this game-changing strategy. We'll be looking at this topic through the lens of Hillary Fink Jewelry, who we've been spotlighting as a jewelry brand case study. For those joining our podcast series for the first time this season, I'd suggest starting with episode 252. That way you'll get to know Hillary and you'll be able to follow this narrative from the beginning. But before we dive into that chat with Hillary, I'll highlight the perks of surprising your customers. We'll be exploring various methods to delight them and discuss how you can customize these strategies to resonate with your brand. Also, we'll be diving into the transformative results you can anticipate when you begin to redefine your customers' perceptions of how your brand operates. But before we get to the solid gold, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this podcast has both audio and video, so you can either listen on your favorite podcast platform or watch on YouTube by searching Joy Joya. You can support the podcast for free by taking the time not only to subscribe, but also to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you leave a review, I might read it on a future episode. So please let me know what you think about this episode or about any major takeaways or wins that you've had recently. Okay, let's get into today's episode, My Sparklers. This one's all about the element of surprise in marketing. So why are we even talking about this? What are the perks and benefits of surprising your customers? There's such great research about how surprise can boost your brand. Even earlier this year, the Harvard Business Review published an article called Surprise is Still the Most powerful marketing tool. And I'm talking slowly and emphasizing that because that is such a bold and important statement that it's the most powerful marketing tool. So the main takeaways were they talk about this thing called the predictability paradox. So while tools like Facebook, Instagram, what have you in marketing have made life and decision making more predictable for your customers, they can kind of strip away that spontaneity 
and serendipity that brands like yours can provide. And so these tools that make life marketing so much easier for us as businesses, it kind of can potentially dull our allure and what really makes us special in the marketplace. So what is the power of surprise? First, I think it really kind of satisfies an addictive nature that some people have. So humans are really biologically wired to respond positively to unpredictability. And so when surprise is involved, it almost becomes like something you can't resist. It's a super valuable marketing tool. It's like you can't get enough because we're wired to want that. Routine is helpful, but breaking out of the routine can be such a delight, and your brand can help a person feel that. Surprise can also challenge and change consumer behavior by introducing new stimuli, and that can help you be super innovative in your marketing and have more fun. It can also be very cost-effective. I'm not telling you to like do some crazy grand gesture, simple and unexpected acts of surprise can really yield significant emotional impacts without the substantial costs. And surprise is an intense emotion or it leads to an intense emotion. And when a customer has a, an emotion with your brand that they can remember and that they feel deeply They will associate that with a positive experience with your business, and that helps you build the relationship with them. Okay, so are you feeling convinced yet that this is important? Let's talk about various methods to surprise and delight your customers. So maybe not all of these will feel right for your brand, and I'll talk about how you can kind of tailor them. But I just want to throw out some ideas and examples. So the first kind of maybe this is the most obvious or most common one is a flash sale. So a flash sale is one that doesn't have any lead up or pre-promotion. It's usually not associated with like a typical sale holiday, like let's say Black Friday or Memorial Day weekend. It feels a little bit out of the blue. And a flash sale is usually a limited time discount or promotion. That is a surprise for your customer. So that's one example. Let's talk about some others. So mystery boxes. This isn't right for every jewelry brand. I think it might be better for someone that has jewelry at a lower price point. I recently was shopping an athletic wear brand um, where they sell leggings in a mystery box. So if you want to try the brand, if you want a really good deal or discount, you would buy this mystery box and they would send you a pair of leggings in a color or pattern of their choice. And personally, I don't know, I'm very picky about colors, so I would not buy it. But I was reading the reviews of this product and I was super interested to know about the experience that people had with it. And I, there were a few mixed in there where people were like, eh, I didn't really like the products I got. But most people were so excited to get the package. And they even said that even if it was a color or pattern they wouldn't have normally chosen 
or isn't like their all-time favorite, they still left a positive review and had a great experience because they liked the fun that they got out of ordering a mystery box. So this could be great for a brand that offers lower price pieces, or maybe you're just trying to get rid of inventory. So instead of doing a traditional sale, you would have a mystery box and then you choose what that customer gets at a discounted price. Another example of a surprise would be a pop-up shop. So if you do engage in in in-person events, you could surprise your customers by establishing a temporary location in an unexpected place. So this can create buzz, provide an exclusive feel, um, and it just gets people, you know, motivated to come as opposed to if you had a store that was open all the time in like a more traditional retail location. Of course, you could encourage people to come, but they wouldn't feel that sense of urgency to check out this like fun, surprising thing that you're doing. Other ways to surprise, you could do limited edition pieces. So that means releasing unique jewelry pieces in limited quantities. You could do collaborations especially if you're partnering with like a really unexpected brand or influencer to create a special edition. I remember at one point on this podcast, I talked about the brand Majori and how they did a collaboration with a puzzle brand, which I just thought was so delightful because who expects a jewelry brand to partner with a puzzle brand? And it was a really unique and fun collaboration that gave them something to talk about with their customers. You can do surprise gifts. So occasionally including a complimentary gift with larger purchases, customers will definitely appreciate the unexpected bonus. Even a handwritten note can feel like a surprise. So it can be something as small as that. You can also consider collaborating with your customers. So occasionally invite feedback from your customers and then implement a suggestion they've made. You can even go so far as to acknowledge and reward the customer or customers who gave you that feedback and surprise them that you actually paid attention and that you took their feedback seriously. So how can you customize these strategies to make sure they really resonate with your brand? I would say when you're adapting ideas of surprise for your jewelry brand, you first need to deeply understand your brand identity. You need to understand your core values. That ensures that any surprise you choose will really align with your ethos. It will maintain authenticity. I would say if a surprise feels out of place or forced, that can definitely do more harm than good because customers will see through that. They will know what you're doing. So make it authentic and true to your brand. You definitely want to consider your customer base and their preferences. You can do that by diving into the data, into the feedback, into the purchasing habits, All those things can provide insights into what might genuinely delight them. For example, if your demographic is more tech savvy, then they might more appreciate like a digital surprise or an interactive online experience. If your customer base is more traditional or old school, 
they might find value in something like a handwritten note or an in-person event. Of course, your budget and your resources are crucial factors to consider. But you have to remember, it's not about how grand this surprise gesture is, but rather the thoughtfulness and the relevance. So even small brands with limited resources can still surprise customers in meaningful ways, like spotlighting them on social media or personalizing their shopping experience. And lastly, always be open to feedback. The beauty of surprises is that they can be refined over time. So if you gauge your customer reactions, then you can learn and iterate and ensure that the element of surprise remains an effective tool in your marketing strategy. So remember, the primary goal is to enhance the customer's connection to the brand. So every surprise that you offer should feel like a natural extension of that relationship. So when you start offering surprises, what are some results you can anticipate and how can you redefine your customers' expectations? I would say results will definitely vary, but here are some super powerful stats. So according to a 2022 PricewaterhouseCooper report, customers who are thrilled with a service are three times more likely to buy again and five times more understanding of a company's errors in the future if you mess up, if there's like a shipping snag, whatever, compared to those who are just content with their experience. So having that element of surprise, really thrilling the customer boost the customer relationship, bottom line. And then there's research from the Journal of Consumer Psychology from 2022 that indicates that delightful experiences greatly improve memory retention. So that means customers are recalling their favorite encounter, linking it with the brand, remembering that brand in the future, even possibly recommending the brand to their friends and other loved ones. In our interview with Hillary next, we'll discuss her happy business and Hillary birthday sale. This flash sale covered all items in her online store. Running this promo in September provided insights for future promotions and valuable feedback for our holiday marketing strategies. Hi, Hillary. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Larissa. How's it going? It's going well because I'm excited to talk about your sale. Yeah, it was pretty good. But before we jump into that, as I want to do kind of like a follow-up episode to um, a follow-up question to the previous episode where we talked about custom and we had sent out that email with your holiday order deadlines and just more information. And I was just curious if you had any inquiries or people reaching out or if you think when that might start ramping up. Um, I haven't had any inquiries for holiday custom, but I do have, which is just kind of usual, you know, like a few people reaching out about custom just in general. Um, I had one, one guy's emailed me about using like an heirloom stone for an engagement ring. Um, another woman reaching out about a heirloom ring, repurposing the stone for a pendant and then, um, using some of the diamonds on that ring to be set in a rivet and ring bracelet. So, um, yeah, I mean, my people just generally don't do custom for holiday gifts, so mm-hmm. it's not really a surprise for me. 
Yeah. It is good to remind people anyway, even if, even if oh, you yeah. kind of know. <laughs> so thinking about you just had a like happy business, happy birthday sale. And um, so what we did was we sent a preview email before the sale. And then the actual sale lasted 36 hours. And it was 15% off site wide. Um, excluding custom. So I'm curious, how has this approach been different from sales you've had in the past? And then what was similar also? Well, I've never done a sale that's this short, which I, I actually really liked. Um, I like doing kind of this shorter 36 hour sale because generally I'll do like a, a weekend sale or something like that. Um, and then this time we also didn't open it up to like my social media followers. We kept it really exclusive to my uh, newsletter community. And I also really liked that. I really like just the special feeling. I always want to do something nice for my, you know, my newsletter community. So I think this felt really special to a lot of them. Um, and then also like, I'm pretty sure I haven't done a sale before that includes um, made to order. I think I usually just have it on ready to ship. So that was also something that was different. And uh, I thought it, I, I'll t I would like to do that again. I like that. Yeah, definitely. And then you had mentioned the exclusivity of the sale for email subscribers. Did you mention to Instagram that like something was coming so that they would sign up? Definitely. I did, I think about three posts and probably about three stories. So it definitely helped drive some new newsletter signups. And uh, it, I think it also just, again, I think it just feels special for my Instagram followers who are part of my newsletter community to read something that's like, hey, this is only going to be for people who are on my newsletter, you know, so they read that ahead of time on Instagram. And I, I just hope it makes them feel good. I think it's nice to prioritize people who like commit to getting emails. I think some brands, they kind of take it for granted that they have email subscribers, but like, mm. it's no small thing to like give someone your email address because it's annoying to get emails that like you don't want. So those people deserve to get special treatment. They're committing to you. They're fans of yours. So I like that, that idea. Yeah, I agree. So at the time, at least we're, we're recording in Klaviyo, your email marketing platform, it was attributing about $9,000 in sales to the emails that we were sending for this 36 hour sale. And I'm curious if that is that in line with kind of like your expectations and goals? Or how was it different? That's right on track for what I was kind of like the minimum I was hoping for. And then I got um, about two more 2000 more in sales just from purchases that um, weren't the exact product, like someone wanted a shorter chain. So, you know, I didn't have that price out on my website. So we just did like a side transaction. So I had a couple of those types of transactions. So it was a little over 10 grand, which I was, 10 grand was kind of like my, the minimum that I was hoping for. So I'm glad that, I'm glad we hit it. I mean, of course I would have loved to do 20, but <laughs> that was kind of like pie in the sky, right? So I think I'm, I'm really, really happy with the sale. Yeah. Well, we'll learn some things and kind of make changes. And hopefully the next time we do it, we'll hit your goal. We'll exceed your, your pie in the sky goal. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's hard coming off of summertime 
I mean, especially this past summer where so many people were vacationing and so many people just kind of like had, they probably have like a budget set aside for summer travel and now they have their budget set aside for Christmas. So it's kind of in this like weird period of time, um, but it's still did well. I'm still happy with it. So you had mentioned you hadn't really done a sale like this before that included made to order pieces. And it was a little bit of an experiment for us to see like, would people buy those things? Would it kind of change the purchase behavior? So I'm wondering, like, was there anything surprising to you about the products that did sell? Um, no, I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm more, I'm, and I'm not surprised by the customers that purchase mm-hmm. because they're some of my, my best and most loyal clients, which always feels great. And then um, there were no first time customers that purchased in the sale though, which I think is interesting. I'm, I, and I knew that that diamond necklace would sell. I just had a feeling because I had so many people that were interested in it. And um, so I figured that would probably go because it's really a great deal then once like a nice diamond necklace on sale like that. Um, I guess I'm a little surprised some things that didn't sell. Like I thought for sure those jade torpedo earrings would sell. I get so much traction on those and that lapis ring. Again, I just get so much traction on the, on that piece. Um, so I don't know. It's just, I, you never know what's going to sell, but yeah, those pieces I thought would sell, but it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I guess since some of this was a little bit of an experiment, was there anything you took away from it that you think will influence your approach to like holiday promos this year? Anything you'd change or keep the same moving forward? Well, I like that we did the reminder email, like sales almost over. I think in the past, I've always been like, you know how I am. I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother them with another email. So I haven't, maybe a few times I've done that, but you know, not very often. Um, so I think that helped because I did have one more sale that really nice sale that came in from that. Yeah. I noticed that it's uh, worth it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely worth it. And then, um, I mean, like I said, I like the, the short timeframe, so I think it's definitely worth it to get people kind of like, Oh, you know, better get on this. But you know, for holiday sales, I definitely do like them to be longer. And for holiday sales, once my newsletter community gets like the first 24 hour dibs on the sale, I do always like to open it up to Instagram and just, you know, see if, if people there would also like to participate Mm -hmm. in the sale. Definitely. Well, I'm really excited to experiment with different kinds of promotions in the future. And we're already talking about holiday sales. We're recording this right now. It's like mid September and we're plotting, you know, (laughs) the dates and the discounts and all that. So there's a lot of, um, exciting stuff on the horizon. Absolutely. I can't wait. And I've already, let's see, yesterday in the studio, I started making the first piece that's going to be going out for October, November, December. And I have all my stones lined up that I'm going to use. So I'm, I'm really excited about the next three months. (laughs) Well, thanks, Hillary. It was great chatting with you today. You too. Thanks, Larissa. What did you think about the interview? Are you excited to keep following Hillary on this journey? I highly recommend you check out Hillary's website, hillaryfink.com and follow her on Instagram at hillaryfinkjewelry. And I'll put those links in the show notes as well. Let me know in a podcast review or YouTube comment what you think.
Okay, let's get into the gold mine. So the gold mine is a segment of this podcast where I get personal and share insights on entrepreneurship, mindset, success, growth, all things business. The gold mine allows me to share topics and reflections about things that are close to my heart. So in this week's gold mine, I have just one extra note about surprises. I'm not going to surprise you, though. (laughs) You see, the essence of surprise is not just about the shock factor. It's all about timing and context for businesses. So think about this example. Maybe you can relate. You've been out of touch with a friend for ages, and then out of the blue, that friend shows up at your door to say hi. I guess some people might think that's a nice gesture, I guess, depending on the relationship you had beforehand. But it might also come across as odd. And again, depending on the nature of that relationship, you might think, does this person want something from me? What's going on here? (laughs) But on the flip side, if you have a friend and you've been nurturing that relationship, you see them every so often, you keep in regular touch, And then that friend surprises you with something like concert tickets to see a band you both like. That won't come across as odd because you've been building that relationship and an an act like that can already can bolster an already blossoming friendship. I think this same principle can apply to your jewelry brand. So a surprise flash sale, for example, or any other surprise It can dazzle and delight, but only if you have maintained regular communication with your customers over a period of time. If your customers haven't heard from you in months, then an out-of-the-blue sale might actually come across as desperate rather than delightful for them. So it's so important to be regularly updating your social media platforms, telling captivating stories about your pieces, sending consistent email marketing campaigns to make sure your brand is top of mind and that you're also warming your customers' hearts and building that relationship. And when that foundation is solid, then every surprise, whether it's a sale, a personalized offer, a behind-the-scenes peek, any of those examples I shared earlier, then that just becomes the cherry on top of an already solid relationship. So let's be that friend who continually cares, cherishes, and then occasionally dazzles with a delightful surprise. I would say your customers deserve nothing less. What do you think? Let me know in an Instagram DM, podcast review, or YouTube comment. Did you have any questions about today's episode? You can always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. If you love this podcast, please share it with a friend who'd appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe as well as leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're completely new to digital marketing, then you'll want to purchase and read a copy of my book, Jewelry Marketing Joy. Visit joyjoya.com slash book for more information.